Crush your sugar cravings with delicious all-natural Bossa Bars for menopause. Created to help women manage weight loss and energy during the pause. And just in time for the holidays, the new double chocolate brownie Bossa Bar. Try them at bossabars.com and save 10% with code HOTCOOL10. Welcome to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast, the voice for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And on this episode, we are going to be talking to Dr. Julianne Arena about integrative medicine, your poop, the O-shot, your clitoris, you name it, we're going to talk about it. But before we get to this very interesting conversation, Bridget and I just wanted to update you on a few things. The first thing is our gift guide is now out. You can find it on our website. You can find it on Instagram. If we don't have your email, you can absolutely put it down on our website. There's a little pop-up. Just put your email in. We'll make sure you get a copy. But it's over 30 pages of midlife women must-have gifts for the holidays. And it includes everything from food and drinks to self-care to makeup, sleeping, everything. Oh, all the important things that we want, that us midlife women want. Bridget and I mentioned last week that we have a couple of favorites, whether it be Laura Geller or rest cooling blankets, but there's also scones that are divine and Caroline Cakes, which actually is in the Oprah magazine this year for favorite things. And whether it's that or we have items under $30 and we added a whole page of gift sets. If you don't want to have to put thought into it, just order a gift set, a little bit for everybody. So if you guys could check that out, we'd really appreciate it. And also we start our giveaway next Monday. It is the fourth, if you can believe it, annual holiday giveaway with hot flashes and cool topics. Every year we do this and every year we have to fight the battle to get people to believe it's legitimate. We swear that all of these gifts, almost 90% are sent directly from the companies and brands we work with, some of them like to send them to us and then we send them to you. But for the most part, we have anywhere between $750 to over $1,100 in each of the four bundles we're giving away. So what we're going to do is November 28th, we'll be doing our first bundle, which is menopause symptoms and solutions. And we will be promoting that for three days. We'll tell you how you can enter. So if you're not following us on Instagram, make sure you do so at Hot Flashes and Cool Topic. And then every three days, we will do another bundle. So obviously 12 days of holiday giveaways, it's a bundle every three days. So the first one is menopause symptoms and solutions. The second one will be sleep solutions for midlife women. Then we have midlife health and wellness. And the final one is midlife skin and beauty. We have so many different brands and different unique ideas in these giveaway bundles that again, Bridget and I can never enter, but we want to. And please tell your friends about it. Honestly, we're gonna have very easy ways for you to enter to win. And who would not want these huge bundles worth hundreds of dollars? Every time someone wins, they go, really? Like this is yeah, a legit thing? Last year, the person said, is this legit? We're like, yes, it is. And you're going to be getting this very soon. And they got it. So it and is And then legit. they took pictures and they were like, oh my God, this is legit. Yes, They're like, thank yes. you. We are excited for that. It starts November 28th. Now on to the actual episode with Dr. Julianne Arena. Dr. Julianne Arena is Harvard undergrad, 
BU Medical School OBGYN, who after about 15 years in practice, really wanted to learn more about integrative health. She became board certified in functional and metabolic medicine, and she opened up the Waves of Awakening practice for women in Plymouth, Massachusetts, one of my favorite places. And we talked to her about a ton of things. Oh, wow. This was so informative today. I mean, it's amazing, just all the things and all the just interesting, uh, the O shot. You're going to hear about the O shot. Oh, yes. Yes. Bridget, you tell, what is the O shot? Oh, honey, it's going to, it it, it don't hurt for long and you can get it and you can leave. Not to scare you. It's just, it takes your plasma rich blood and it circulates it back into your vagina so that your sensation and your orgasms are better. It was that, yeah. it's, it's really amazing um, what you could do. Like they've been using the plasma rich, uh, what do you call that? Plasma rich. Platelet rich, yes. rich plasma. Yes, the PRP. They've been yes. using the PRP to do that. And, you know, they use it for sports medicine and they use it for injuries. But hey, now they use it where you really want to use it. You'll hear about Cleavana, which is another method that is... That's more sound wave, so it's not invasive. And that that like increases the blood flow to your clitoris. Like, did you guys even know that that was a possibility? I I know. And then if you watch the video of this, you can see she has a model clitoris that almost looks like a spider, but (laughs) it's (laughs) because it has arms and legs. And so if you catch the video on YouTube... You, you get to see like the, it, okay, it's like just the little thing model, but it's wild. I, I never knew Colleen and I've learned so much doing this podcast about the female anatomy. Enjoy this episode. If you have any questions after it, make sure to just email us at hotflasheskooltopics at gmail.com. We will have all of the information in the show notes with links to Dr. Arena and enjoy the episode. We'll talk to you after. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, everybody. Today, we're talking to Dr. Julianne Arena, and she is an OBGYN. She has the Center for Personalized Medicine called Waves of Awakening in Plymouth, Massachusetts, one of my favorite places. And we are excited to have a conversation with Dr. Arena today about kind of having a toolkit for perimenopause and menopause. There's the traditional medicine, but there's also the functional and integrative medicine. So welcome to the show, Dr. Arena. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. A good place to start would kind of be talking about your own transition from being a traditional OBGYN into educating yourself on the other paths around menopause. Sure, absolutely. So yes, I went the traditional medical route and um, practicing OBGYN for probably, you know, 15 years, delivering thousands of babies, doing surgery, really loving what I did. And in 2016, I went to a conference on integrative medicine and women's health. And it was there that I really had my aha moment or my own awakening because I was learning about so many things for women that you don't learn in traditional medical school. I was learning all about the thyroid. I was learning all about what we call the gut microbiome and probiotics and, you know, um, so many different things, so many more tools in the toolbox, if you will. And so I would go home or I'd go back to my hotel room every night. And I went with my colleague who was an acupuncturist and I was like, we got to bring this, we got to bring this to our practice. And 
we need to grow another branch of the tree. Like, yes, we need conventional medicine. It saves lives, but we need this whole other branch, right? And so I went back to my partners and I said, we need to do this. And because I'm kind of a nerd, I had to go back and do a fellowship and get more education in it. And I really tried in that traditional model to do that. But as you know, and we're familiar with the traditional model is about volume. And, you know, I was seeing 30 patients a day and for maybe 15 minutes, if I was lucky. And what I really needed to do is have more of a conversation with my patients, right? Ask them more questions about their sleep and their poop and their hormones, which you can't really do in a, in a traditional 15 minute window. So, you know, I would do that and I'd say, okay, let's come back and have a follow-up appointment and we'll, we'll dive a little deeper. And I will always remember a particular patient, you know, we'll call her, her Sue. Sue came back and she said, you know what, Dr. Rena, after that first visit, I went to my car and I cried because you were the first doctor that ever asked me these kinds of questions. So I still get choked up and, and chills when I talk about it because I thought, okay, I really need to do this. And I really tried to do it in my practice and my partners were not on board because they didn't really understand it. Right. So I took a giant leap of faith and I, after 15 years in this practice and running it and being a partner handed in my resignation. And I said, I have to go. And I didn't have a place to go, but I knew I needed to practice this new type of, you know, different type of medicine. So I worked in a practice for a couple of years, an integrative practice to get my feet wet. And then that practice decided to shut its doors. And I thought, okay, the universe is talking to me. This is my time. And so I opened um, with a colleague, our practice called Waves of Awakening Center for Personalized Medicine, because I really want others to have the same awakening I did to really you know, understand that there's more out there for our health, for women, more tools in the toolbox. And so we did that in, in February of 2020 before, you know, three weeks before the world shut down, but navigated the world of telehealth. And really during COVID too, I became even more and more interested in sort of perimenopause, menopause, and female sexual health and wellness. You couldn't go to conferences at that time, but I was listening to a lot of conferences and I thought, you know, man, nobody talks about this and I'm a GYN. If a GYN is not talking about it, who's going to talk about it, right? So I sort of took on my next mission. Okay, I'm going to talk to every woman, no matter the age, who's coming through the door about this because we have to start to have that conversation. That's, you know, that that is so, it's taken me through what you were saying. It's taken me through kind of my my first visit to a gynecologist up until where I am now mm -hmm. and how you probably as, as a patient felt, or I felt, I didn't want to say things to my doctor. I didn't feel comfortable saying certain things to my doctor. But now as I age, I am more comfortable asking these questions to a doctor. But do you also find that in your education, and I know I've heard this from other doctors, that the training just wasn't there? Really trained in what are your symptoms? Here's your diagnosis. Here's your pill for your ill, right? And so, right. But in sort of integrative functional medicine, it's really about root cause. So you have to step back from that. And how did I get there? Right. And we're not trained that way. We're trained to 
to on that hamster wheel, if you will, see as many patients as you can in the shortest amount of time driven by, you know, insurance and all of that. So we don't, we don't do a good job at that root cause medicine. What do you find are some of the biggest things that traditional medicine is missing for women who are going through perimenopause and menopause? Oh boy. That's loaded question. (laughs) You're just getting older. This is what happens or your hormones. Well, there's really nothing we can do about that. Yeah. They're, they're changing. I, I had, um, a patient recently come to me and she said, I asked my doctor, will you test my hormones? And they said, well, no, cause they change all the time. Well, yeah, but you can still <laughs> look at them. You can still test them. You can still evaluate. So definitely that we're just getting older mentality. And that makes me nuts. We, we do age, you know, our, our nutrients and our hormones decline, but we can look at those. We can test them we can support them in a very safe way, not super physiologically, but very safely so that you can lead an optimal life. Do you feel like patients, you know, when they come to you, like you said, the one that went out in her car and just started crying because finally somebody was listening to her. What are some different things out there? What happens if they're scared of hormones or they've been told they can't take hormones or what would be a step that would happen with a patient that came to you in perimenopause? I'm um, a stickler and huge about education, right? So what are you going through? Let's define what perimenopause is. What are your symptoms? I've learned certainly that any symptom someone lists could be perimenopausal, right? Not, oh, you don't fit into this, you know, cookie cutter, um, box. So anything, yes. And then we test, right. And we see what's going on, you know, routinely in perimenopause can be 10 to 15 years before we stop our periods, you know, estrogens going up and down, progesterone's dropping estrogen and progesterone are really dance partners. They want to play well together, right? So when they're in balance, all sorts of symptoms can happen. So we look at that and, and address it to the individual. Besides hormones, there are other factors at play. So what do you test for to see what else is kind of mixing in with yes. it? You know, I would say over 90% of the, the women that come through my door, we talk about nutrition and the gut because happy gut, happier hormones, happy gut, happy brain, happy gut, happy immune system, and over 70% of our immune system lies our GI tract, right? You know, we're coming out of hopefully a pandemic where I've been screaming from the rooftops, you know, we have to support our immune system. So happy gut, happy immune system, right? So we talk about all of that. I also talk about what I call foundational nutrients, that again, our, our routine provider may not be checking for. What are those things like magnesium and zinc and vitamin D and B12? You know, if there's cracks and holes in the foundation, how strong is the house going to be, right? We need to fill in those cracks and holes in the foundation. So we're looking at that as well. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've, I've listened to us uh, on your website, there was another uh podcast that you were on. I was listening to that. And you were talking about 
you know, supplements. And I do know that on your website as well, that there is a way to get that. But you also mentioned how you have to really be careful about where your supplements come from. Can you share some of that with us? Yes, there's been a, you know, a fair amount of studies and research where they're pulling nutrients and supplements from you know, brand name big store places, and they might not have what they say they have in them or a lot of fillers or how they're stored. So I tell people, I love Target and I love Amazon, but not for my nutrients and supplements because I want to know that they are third-party tested, GMP, which is good manufacturing, you know, process. I want to know that they're gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and that I'm going to get the same thing the next time I get that bottle. So yeah. how? what would you recommend for people when they're looking for supplements? What should they avoid and what should they look for besides being those, you know, because a lot of people don't know. They go online, they're like, well, this looks good to me. Right, right. It's everywhere, right? It's on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, if you're in an area, a local, um, smaller health food store, Usually they um, have done their research and they have some good quality places. Again, there are online um, companies, Fullscript and Wholescript. Um, I have those links on my website, which which anyone has access to, but I just know that um, you're getting what you're getting and I know where it's been manufactured and I know I can trust it because you can be taking something and you're not getting better. Well, how do you know? Is it that? are you really getting what you're you're supposed to be getting and do you what about the nutrients you get in food it should the supplements just be partial and should you be trying to get most of your nutrients from food yes you know i say food is medicine right or food can be poison having said that even if we eat the cleanest most organic diet our soil doesn't have the nutrients in it it's not as nutrient dense as it was in our grandparents and beyond So even if you're eating clean, sometimes depending on someone's labs, I say a good quality multivitamin is just going to give you a little smattering of what you're not getting. You know, um, one of my favorite nutrients is magnesium, 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 because it's involved in over 400 enzyme reactions in our body and we chew it up with stress. So I say, get it in your foods. Pumpkin seeds are a great source of magnesium. Get it in an Epsom salt bath. You know, um, there is that mag calm out there, which is that powdered drink that's really good. You know, so there are lots of ways. It isn't always more is better in the supplement world, right? Because I think that's a slippery slope as well. You're just substituting more pills. So can we get it from our food and nutrition? That would be optimal. What are some of the foods that you recommend that are usually pretty good for everyone? What are some that you recommend? You know, I'm a big fan of, you know, whole food, plant-based, not necessarily 100%. I know um, I eat meat. I need meat. My body craves it. It's not for everybody. But really sort of real food, right? Not processed. And I am a fan sort of of the, the longstanding Mediterranean diet, right? If you think about the people in the blue zones, right, around the world, they are eating from the earth, right? Fruits, vegetables, lean meats and proteins, maybe grains if they work for them, but they're also cleaner grains and not, you know, um, GMO grains. So 
right? Fish, maybe some healthy dairy if that works, but that doesn't work for everybody. Right. We had Dan Butner on the show from the yeah. Blue Zones, and it yeah. was a really interesting conversation. Fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It really is. He really yeah. does. He, he just has so much information that he shared. When you talk about magnesium, I just wanted to clarify which type of magnesium you're talking about because there's so many different varieties. Good question, right? There are, so depending on what someone's needs are, so I'm a stickler about a few things. I'm a stickler about sleep and poop. Okay. So if someone is not pooping every day, we've got work to do because that's how we get rid of our toxins. So if someone is not pooping, magnesium citrate is a wonderful option. If everything is good and I just want some magnesium that's well absorbed, magnesium glycinate is great. If I'm more on the anxious side, then I like magnesium taurate because taurine is a calming amino acid. So there's lots of different ones out there. Those are my sort of three go-tos depending on what someone's needs are. So you're talking about the importance of pooping. (laughs) I talk about poop all the time. time. Which our listeners know has been, I was born constipated. So there's just, I'm always listening to this Yeah, and then there's the constipation to the really loose stools, to the, you know, what's a good old happy, medium, (laughs) nice, happy poop, (laughs) I mean, ideally you're having, you know, one to two, one to three bowel movements a day. I've definitely learned over the years not to say, oh, do you have regular bowel movements? Because people say, yeah. And that's twice a week for people. So now I say, how often do you have a bowel movement? And then I really get into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about stress? We kind of touched on it before, but how does stress affect our perimenopause, menopause journey? Right. So stress is what over 90% of the reasons that someone walks into a, a, you know, a doctor's office. So stress, um, is really from our, our hormone cortisol, right? You're familiar with that. Cortisol is that hormone that comes from our adrenal glands. It's our fight or flight hormone. It makes us the best versions of ourselves. But, you know, I often work with superwomen with 50,000 balls in the air. So, We're not in fight or flight just to run from the saber-toothed tiger and run up a tree. We are in fight or flight, if not 24-7, many more hours in the day than the body is designed, okay? So I'm going to talk about an analogy and how that affects, how stress and cortisol affects us. I talk about something you might have heard in my other podcast called the hormone symphony, okay? If you picture your symphony up on stage... You have the wind, you have the string, you have the percussion. They're all playing well together to make this beautiful music. Well, if we think of our bodies like that in a hormone symphony, yes, you have your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone, but you also have glucose and insulin. So we have to talk about our gut and foods and all of that. We have to talk about our thyroid gland in our neck, and we have to talk about cortisol. So if they're all up on stage together, and cortisol is running really fast and really loud, then that whole symphony is not really a symphony. It's a garage band. So to your point, right, stress is affecting our thyroid. It's affecting glucose and insulin because if our body thinks we're running from that saber-toothed tiger, we got to pump out more glucose. We got to make more insulin. We're becoming pre-diabetic, right? It's affecting our sex steroid hormones. It's affecting our gut. It pokes holes in our gut lining. Then we get, you know, gut issues and 
you know, leaky gut or intestinal permeability. So stress, right? It's so um, multifactorial in how it plays in people. And I mean, I guess nutrition, what do you tell someone that is under stress? I mean, even someone like you that has opened a clinic during a pandemic and <laughs> I can imagine the stress involved. Um, so do you, I guess nutrition is a big thing. Nutrition is key, mm-hmm. right? I would say that um, managing stress is a work in progress for all of us, right? Even Even those of us that teach it need to practice it because we're really good at 50,000 balls in the air. And we've sort of created a culture and a reward system of, I'm a multitasker. I can get all these things done. Look at me, win-win, when in reality, especially the older we get in perimenopause and menopause, that symphony is saying, mm right? And we can't push it like we used to push it in our 20s and 30s. We get frustrated and annoyed with ourselves, right? And then we go out seeking the answers, So a patient will walk in and kind of hint around that they're having some perimenopausal symptoms, even if they don't realize that they're having those symptoms, that that means they're in perimenopause. You test for the thyroid. You were saying that you'll test their insulin levels, sugar levels. You'll test the hormone levels. What else do you test for? Um, I see where their nutrition is at and see where their gut is at. So I look at foundational nutrients um, can do that in blood, right? Thyroid, you can do in blood, um, maybe cholesterol, those sorts of things. What is their nutritional or gut status? And then I will look at their hormones and I will look at their four-point salivary cortisol because you really want to see what your cortisol is doing throughout the day, right? It has a um, circadian rhythm. It peaks in the morning and it ideally should come down and be at its lowest at bedtime, so that our own melatonin that we make can kick in and we can sleep. What I see, you know, women start the day out of the gate, like way above normal. Our bodies are amazing, trying to come down, trying to come down into normal range. Oh my God, at two o'clock, if I don't have a Starbucks, you know, or a, a coffee, I'm going to kill somebody because that's our sort of wired and tired time. The, the tank is empty, but I'm still running from that tiger. And then at night when we should be low, is sometimes that's our only downtime, right? So maybe, okay, maybe I'm getting some stuff done or some laundry, or maybe I'm going to binge watch Netflix because I'm super tired, or I'm going to have my glass of wine. All of those things, though we think that they are calming and restorative, right, they are spiking that cortisol, and there goes our disrupted sleep, which we all in perimenopause and menopause know that that's a super joy, Right. What do you suggest women do then? Do you turn the TV off, turn the phone off, which I'm right, sure sleep. the response is great. Right? <laughs> so, right. Sleep hygiene, I talk about a lot. And it is, it's setting the stage for sleep. What does that mean? An hour or two before your head hits the pillow, set the stage, dim the lights, ready? Get off the phone, the TV you know, the computer, because that blue light is stimulating, read a book, maybe take an Epsom salt bath, which is magnesium and it's detoxifying, put some lavender essential oil in there, right? So that when your head hits the pillow, you set the stage. I tell people, if you've had, you know, children or you babysat, think about how you put those babies down. The lights are off. The music is on. You've given them a bath. You're rubbing their back. So they drift off into sleep. 
we watch, you know, Game of Thrones, shut it off, <laughs> put our head down and expect our brains to, to shut down, right? Good point. I checked out your website. There were a couple of interesting things on there that I wanted to ask you about. First is the sure. O shot. Can we start mm-hmm. with that? What is it and how does it help women? Yes. So I love the O shot. So it is, um, we use what's called PRP, which is platelet rich plasma. So it's part of our blood that's filled with growth factors and stem cells. So you get blood drawn from your arm and then we spin it down with a centrifuge to get these growth factors in stem cells. Now, PRP is used all the time in the sports industry because it's great for wound healing. So I'm sure, you know, people in the NFL, shoulders, knees, because it's wound healing, get you recovering faster. So it's used in the sports industry. It's used in the world of aesthetics because of growth factors in stem cells face. It's used in hair restoration. In the GYN world, it's called the O-shot or the orgasm shot because we place those growth factors in stem cells by the clitoris and in the vagina for many different reasons, for sexual benefit, so improved sexual relations, maybe orgasm, um, and also in the in the vagina to help the bladder, right? Because many times as we're going through perimenopause and menopause, there may be bladder issues to address, you know, frequency, urgency, gotta go, gotta go all of that. So the O-Shot focuses on that. So sexual health benefits as well as bladder benefits. So would it also help with UTIs or I didn't know about that? It potentially can. You know, I talk about it's it's a multi-layered approach when there's things going on with the vagina um, and things going on with libido, right? I talk about libido all the time and really it's a, it's a multi-layered approach because for years... I was searching for that magic pill, just like everybody else, you know, not just for myself and my patients and this and that, but, you know, what is the solution? Because so many women come in and they say, you know what, like, I have no libido. I feel bad for my partner. I'm exhausted, all of that. And so it really starts with how do I feel about myself, right? Because if I'm not feeling good, I don't want to share, right? What's going on with my vagina, is it dry? Does it hurt? Did I have babies in their scar tissue, right? Where is my estrogen in my vagina? Because we lose that. Then libido is also about my partner. Do I like my partner in this moment in time, <laughs> right? Did I sleep last night? What's on my sticky note to-do list? And who's in the house? Because COVID brought so many, you know, you know young adults home. So it's really multifactorial. So, you know, O-Shot is part of that. I can talk about other modalities. You know, we do Cleovana is part of that. Um, Optimizing the vagina, depending on what's going on. Is that replacing estrogen? Is that pelvic floor physical therapy? Is it, you know, therapy because there's been trauma, you know, depending on what the individual need is. I just want to ask if the O-shot hurt. That was like, <laughs> yeah, right? Great question. So I don't, you know, I practice what I preach and I always test out everything. So no, we have a really good numbing protocol. Okay. So, you know, by the, you know, the time the needle goes in, you feel it, but you're not like, oh my God, there's a needle going in my clitoris and my vagina. Right. Just checking. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> good question, Colleen. But yeah, I have you found... 
I know that was probably another thing when I was younger. If I went to my gynecologist, it's like I was embarrassed to talk to, about sexual health. Have you found that to be an issue with, with women? And as the older I get, I feel like there's less of a taboo and I feel more comfortable talking to my doctor about it. But have you found that with your patients? I think it's getting better. There's more out there. You know, there's a sort of this joke in medicine. It's like the doorknob question. Like you think you finished your visit and you're about to you put your hand on the doorknob. And, you know, when it says, just, I have one more question. And you know that that is like an enormous question that they they finally got up the courage to ask you. And a lot of times it can be about, you know, libido or sexual issues. Um, so, yeah. and But then I've also made it my mission to ask everybody. And I say... You know, <laughs> I say, go home, blame me, say, oh my God, Dr. Reen was talking all about sex today. She gave me these lubricant samples <laughs> and to start that conversation, chances are the ears will be perked up, right? And they'll be interested, but use me, blame me as the conversation starter. Yeah. You mentioned Cleovana. What is that? So that is another technology that's non-invasive. So different than the O-Shot. So there's no needles, no numbing, anything like that. That technology uses sound waves to improve blood flow and nerve endings to the area, to the clitoral area. So if you think about when we age, blood flow decreases down there, nerve endings decreases. So this is sound wave technology that is external to the clitoral and vulvar area that gets you know, the entire clitoris. So I know the, the listeners can't hear, but the clitoris is usually thought of just as a nub and it's not, it actually has arms and legs. So when we do this treatment, this sound wave treatment, it goes all along the vulvar area. So we hit the clitoris and get all of it. It is non-invasive and really improves blood flow to nerve endings to the area. So increased frequency and intensity of orgasm. I've seen huge improvements in lubrication because that's an issue as we age, right? And it's a nice non-hormonal option for those that can't or choose not to use hormones. And I've actually seen anecdotally some bladder improvement too. So the, it, the benefit of that is non-invasive. It's for short 10-minute treatments in the office twice a week for two weeks, no downtime, and off you go. So that's been a wonderful addition too. Again, if you're not happy with yourself and your partner and all of that, you know, you need to work on the whole picture. So with the O-Shot, is there any downtime with that? Nope. Again, probably the longest part is sort of the processing of your blood and the centrifuge, but no, I mean, it, it, you put it in and, you know, then 15 minutes out the door, back to work. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to guess these are not covered by insurance. No, don't we wish, right? Right. Insurance is really, you know, I, I lived in that world for a long time and it's really sick care. It's not well care. And, you know, the analogy I love to use when I talk about, you know, we, we moved outside of the insurance model. I tried really hard to do this in the insurance model and insurance companies really don't reimburse for this. So if you think about, you have car insurance, right? For the accident, for, you know, um, cat catastrophic events, but you still have to do car maintenance. You still have to fill it with gas. You still have to do oil changes, all of that. So really shifting that mentality, it would be nice if health insurance paid for all of that maintenance and, and really 
it probably should, but health insurance pays for that surgery, that ER visit, that catastrophic event, but it doesn't really want to cover wellness. Mm -hmm. So if a woman is wanting to look into these additional, where can they find them? Where can they, do they go to NAMS on the website? Where can they look? Great question. So both the OSHOT and Cleovana have their own websites. You know, I believe it's, you know, cleovana.com OSHOT. And within those, you can find a provider in your area. So I'm listed in my area for the OSHOT. I'm listed in my area for the Cleovana. So depending on where you are, put in your zip code and you'll find providers that are trained in this. Okay. And if you're in Plymouth, Massachusetts, you don't need to look any further because yeah, that arena's there right there. there <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for spending time with us and talking to us about all this information. Not we always say that the listeners' knowledge is power. And the more they know, the less they feel alone and misunderstood by a lot of their doctors. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you for me. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much, Dr. Arena, for being on our show today. Colleen and I learned so much. I mean, the O-Shot, we're just going to talk about that forever. And Mm -hmm. just Cleavana, nutrition, pooping, and not just pooping regularly, because that just depends on who you are. Yes. Plus the fact, you know, we are at the age where have you had your colonoscopy? Because if you haven't, go do it. Yes. You know, a lot of times, if you wait until you have a symptom, it's progressed to a point that it didn't need to progress to. And Absolutely. anyone over the age of 45 should get one. However, if you have any kind of symptoms or family genetics, check with your doctor. You may get one sooner. All of the things that we learned in this episode are so interesting. Just the part two about what to look for in supplements and where to get them and what to avoid. Make sure you're following us on all forms of social media, especially Instagram, because you do not want to miss our holiday giveaway that starts November 28th. More information to follow. If you have any questions, you can always email us at hotflashescooltopics at gmail.com and we will send you more information. It's going to be easy, easy to enter, guys, and you do not want to miss a chance to win any of the four bundles. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope you enjoy your day tomorrow and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.